and welcome to On the Horizon. This podcast is an extension of Horizon Church, a relationally driven, socially conscious, Jesus-centered church located in the heart of Towson. And we are recording today from Dean Studios. Thanks, Bryce. We're g- I think we may get to hear from him a little bit today, maybe. Sure. Yay. Um, we are here today with the worship team from Horizon Church. I am Beth McDonald, and we have here Jen Stevenson. Dan Francis, John Cotter, and as I said, Bryce Dean. Hey guys, welcome. Hey. Hey. Thanks. How's it going? (laughs) Why don't you um, just introduce yourselves, say your name, maybe what instrument you play, if you sing. um, Okay. A little bit like that. They're looking at me, so I'll go first. Okay. (laughs) Um, My name is John Cotter, and I play guitar, drums, dabble on bass, and I sing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my name is Dan Francis, and I play guitar and also sing. Um, I do not play a little bass, <laughs> but I might be able to one day. Uh, yes, I'm Jen Stevenson, and I sing. Good. And you play guitar? Um, not well. No, but it's, uh, well, it's, if we're counting so that, then I also play the trumpet. Do you play the um? <laughs> do you play the guitar? I play the bass. Yeah. yeah. If we're counting what we're not good at, no, then I play I a lot of instruments that we <laughs> I've heard you play guitar, and it was good. Thank so. you. That's I'm working on it. How it's about you, Bryce? Analysis. I'm Bryce, and I play the drums. I play the guitar and the bass. Uh, I also sing and play the keyboard, too. God, wow, we got yeah. some talented worship team members. And there's a lot more members I'm hoping at some point down the road to do a part two and part three with more worship team members because yeah. everybody is everybody's awesome to quote <laughs> the Lego movie okay um why don't you John why don't we start with you can you tell me when you began playing music when did you know that was going to be a thing yes okay yeah I got my notes here so okay um, <laughs> so I started clarinet in third grade nice um, and then in 10th grade I took a guitar class and dropped clarinet because yeah. you know it's just not as cool and, so you um, liked clarinet? Clarinet is cool. <sighs> Clarinet's hard. I, I wanted to play sax, but oh. th- those were taken. Okay. And so clarinet was like the gateway like to sax. And then I got a sax. <laughs> and it, there was like one note different, and it was in a different key. So it was oh. like really, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. do it. So oh, anyway. But yeah, yeah I, I, my, I played guita- learned guitar. One of my children uh, played uh, clarinet for two years, and... Uh, I would laugh through the whole time she was practicing because it was so bad. Oh. <laughs> anyway. It's an easy instrument. I mean, if you're starting. I think it's you think easier so? than a brass. I, like, yeah. Yeah, don't you know. don't need that. Yeah, the mouth, mouth tighten sure. lip thing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes. That word out. And yeah. then, and then nice. I picked up drums in 2009. Okay. Yeah. So 10, ten years ago. Right. And, and did you just always, like, when you picked up drums, were you playing with a band, or? Um, actually, well, I Horizon kind of had a need at that time, okay. I think, for, for drums. And um, I I had a desire. And I kind of always felt like I could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I could come up with beats in my head. Um, and so I just bought drums from some guy on Craigslist and then just, like, annoyed my roommates and neighbors for a while <laughs> um until i got decent enough <laughs> to jump on <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. great now did you have 
did, like playing guitar, did you have a favorite band or musician that you followed that um, you wanted to play like? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, well, so in 10th grade, I learned like all the popular like rock tunes of that year. Like, so okay. I can play stuff just from that year. Like okay. I can play Dave Matthews, <laughs> sure. um, like some Bush and um, Nirvana some nirvana and things like that but like that's it i stopped after that (laughs) i stopped learning new songs um but i don't know um yeah i guess that answers that question yeah yeah Yeah. how about you dan uh so i started playing music i got my i got a guitar at the end of eighth grade and um backstory to that i originally wanted to play the drums and i told my parents hey I want to learn how to play the drums. And they were like, that's great. We're going to get you a guitar. Um, And so they told me if I got a guitar and I took lessons for a year and I didn't like it, then after that I could switch to drums. Well, I was kind of pissed. I was like, can I say that? Sure. Okay, all right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right, fine. Like, all right, cool. I'll do it. And then, you know, a year down the road, I was like, all right. I guess that was a pretty good choice. Like, and, and my dad's whole point was like, you can't like just play the drums. Like, you can take a guitar anywhere. You can play a song with a guitar. Like, you can, right. but you can't do it with a guitar. So I I owe a lot to my dad um, for being able to somewhat play the guitar now. Um, but yeah, that was kind of how I started summer eighth grade, and I've been kind of playing on and off since. Did you? Were you ever in a band? Um, I was never in a band. No, not outside of like a, a church band. Right. Yeah. right. I wasn't, you, wasn't cool you enough. Were you of the same era as John? Were you Dave Matthews and Yeah, <laughs> yep. and... Uh, yeah, I remember uh, learning how to play Smells Like Teen Spirit there on the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I learned a lot of like the, the pop songs back then. Um, and then at the time, after I had played for a couple years, um, at my parents' church, I started playing on their uh, like worship team. Um, just as kind of like a, they had two guitars. Like I was like the backup guitarist, so I okay. could like mess up and it wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> how old were you when when you started doing that? Um, sure. how old were you in eighth grade? Uh, I was thirteen. Yeah, I was probably 13? around. Yeah, probably thirteen. Okay, and and you started playing in church that right away, or um, probably about a year and a half after. So after so I like soon. had learned a couple chords. Um, and was able to like there was a guy at the church who was like a professional musician who was kind of like the lead guy and then i was just kind of behind him like trying to get to the g chord (laughs) and then trying to get to the c chord um but that was kind of how i started within like the the worship aspect of it yeah how about you jen um that's funny i didn't know you had you wanted to play the drums i have a similar story although not as nice. I um, <laughs> when I guess it's like fourth, third or fourth grade when they line you up yep. and you have to decide on an yeah. instrument. Mm-hmm. And I got in that line, and my band teacher. I told my older brother played the drums, and I told my band teacher I wanted to play the drums, and he told me I couldn't do it because I'm a girl. Oh. Yeah. I was not allowed to play the drums because I was female. That's. Thus started Jen's oh, women's yeah, lib yeah. movement. There she goes. The anger. Uh, yes, it just started at third grade. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no. That's uh, well, <laughs> half no. Um, so then I was like, well, what's the next loudest instrument? So I chose the trumpet. That's funny that drums were a boy thing, but not a trumpet. I guess according to my band teacher, that was, 
was what was his choice. name? Publicly out him. I'm just kidding. Totally, totally, totally. Shame him. Totally, totally, um, yeah, so, so that was my, I started playing the trumpet. I was in the marching band in high school, which was fun. Yeah. Um, my dad, huge guitar player, okay. like really good. Um, my whole, his whole side of the family, really music, right. musical. Um, and he bought me a guitar in high school and I touched it probably three or four times. Mm-hmm. I maybe picked it up like three or four times. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he has since just recently really wanting the last couple of years really wanting to learn how to play and he has given me his guitar which i'm getting to learn on so i also owe a little of my learning guitar for to my dad yeah so when did you start singing when did you know you could sing um that happened um you know i was like a kid that grew up that like played rock star in a room with like barbies and stuff but i was never which particular rock star were you um, well, so it wasn't okay. So I had the I could I did or not have I did not have the gem set. You know, okay. gem oh, truly yeah. outrageous. I yeah. did not have that set. I, okay. But I had the rocker Barbie set. Yeah. So me and my friends played rocker Barbie in, in our <laughs> um, which was I think was more legit than gem. I like gem, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I remember being sorry. This side story. I remember being incredibly embarrassed when I was in elementary school because you get up and. They ask you like what you want to be when you grow up, right. and I said rock star as like a <laughs> like, and everybody they kind of laughed at me. Yeah. It was a little, little embarrassing. <laughs> that did not happen actually. Um, so, what was the question? Like, how did you know you could sing? When oh, did you start singing. I think I just like could always you carry always a tune. Singing. My mom yeah. was like is a brilliant harmonizer. So in, oh. in church, she would, like, harmonize all the time with the hymns. How so did I was, you ever know that? No, oh, she, like, my that. mom can really sing. She can get and, her up there. Uh, yeah. and um, Get your dad up there. Yeah. My yeah. dad. Yeah. All and Mark, the but Mark played the saxophone, and he plays the guitar and the congas. And yeah, yeah, no, I have an album. Sure. I have an album we recorded with my best friend where he is playing the guitar and the congas oh, on the album. At yeah. the same time, yeah. If anybody wants to hear that, I have access. One to man band. Um, Jen's brother, Mark, who she's talking about, is Mark Stevenson. <laughs> yes, one of the pastors at Horizon, just across. Yes, and he can sing. He's very musical. Um, yeah, our family's pretty musical. We, but I started. So it wasn't until I actually became a believer. Like I like 97 when I really was like, I am going to follow the Lord. Um, we came back to our, I was like I, in a Baptist church um, and I would come home for the summers and my friend at the time, like one of my, my best friends at the time who was like sort of instrumental in helping me, Christina, who was instrumental mm-hmm. in helping me like understand what it was to really live my life for Christ. She sang. And mm-hmm. so she was like, you should sing with me sometime. And I was like, okay, weird. Yeah. It's not, I don't get that the whole thing. And then I just started singing, like doing the specials. You know how they do those yeah. in like <laughs> some like of the special music. Like, yeah, it was like special doing music. The yeah. yeah, like doing the offering. Someone would just get up nice. and like okay. sing a song right. to like a track. That's yeah. I literally yes. think the first time I ever sang in church, I sang to a yeah. tape track. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like '97, '98. Yeah. Um. So then, and then I just started. Yeah, I started singing yeah. in church then. That's but great. that's when I first started singing, singing. Right. It was just in church when right. I became a believer. Because it was a great. thing. That's neat. How about you, Bryce? I I played the piano the, okay. growing up. Yes. Yeah. Actually, like, 
kind of like piano really lessons. well. Yeah, yeah, I took piano lessons. Like, <laughs> kind of really kind of well. Really well. <laughs> like I can't play like to the point where I can't do like what I used to do. Oh, I used okay. to like go to talent shows and like, <coughs> go to the mall and sit there and play like Beethoven for like an hour. Oh, that's so wow. cool. I know that about yeah. you. That's Hopefully awesome. not gotten you on the keys, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Something for something. We stick you in the crock pot. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but over time, I kind of like John. I just didn't like it. It was like classical music, and I just didn't like playing classical mm. music, so I eventually just kind of stopped. And then my brother started listening to Nirvana and Green Day. Okay. And he got a guitar, and this was when I was like 10 years old, and I was like, well, I want a guitar too. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and my parents were like, well, you gave up the piano, so I don't know. And uh, my dad was like, well, if you save up half of the money for a guitar, I will pay for the other half. And that is what happened. Good. And so I switched the guitar when I was 10 years old. I saved up some money, and I got uh, – there it is. Aww, it's my I, guitar. We're oh, in, in cool. the studio. I'm looking at about yeah. what, like five It's the red one. It's the red one. Okay. The electric? Very cool. The electric yeah. guitar. That was nice. my first electric guitar. Oh, it's it. 23 years old. Is it a – a fender or a it's a court it's court. it's kind of an off-brand okay that's um, cool looking though i like it's it a lot yeah. yeah i like I it i too lot. had an off-brand guitar you did it's called an antares it's right. an acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> see yeah very nice people very have fine. no idea what i'm when i when i say court they're like what is that yeah so. yeah um, now you've been and, in bands and i and so then i just basically like just want to be a rock star kind of like jen i was like i'm gonna be a rock star <laughs> yeah um that's what i'm gonna do and i still yeah. am planning on that it's not gonna it's not yeah, really changed gonna much happen. yeah yeah good good for you mm-hmm. yeah we're sitting in the studios there's a drum set and there's guitars and a ukulele and right all kinds of fun stuff yeah um so it sounds like john and dan and jen that most of your music started started with worship Kind of like the performance of it, would you say? Uh, yep, yeah, for me, yes. Would you say I'll say that? So, t- so tell in me the church, is that what you mean? It in started church, in the church, yes. yeah, yes. for me, yeah, yeah, in terms of like playing in front of people, right? Yep, yep, started in church. Do you remember the first time you led singing or led worship? Jen's nodding, yes, tell us about that. Um, so when I came, so I graduated from nursing school. And I moved back to uh, Reisterstown, where the church that I grew up in, um, but was strangely, not strangely, but estranged from, Mm. but when I kind of started following Christ again, like I was like, this is kind of where I should be. Sure, felt like home. Felt like home. Um, And so they did not have, um, it was like Sunday morning worship with hymns, and we stood up and we read from the, you know, sang from the hymnal and sat down. Was there an organ? There was an organ. Yeah. And a piano. Yeah. And, you know, a pulpit. Yes. That's, uh, how, that's how I grew up. So. Yeah. So it was great. And I learned a lot. Our pastor was a great teacher, so I learned a lot um, and was really growing at that point because I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I was like soaking it all in. Sure. Um, but there was a, sort of a small group of us there that were young, and we weren't so much getting into the, the hymn part of the worship. And so um, uh, my best friend, Christina, myself, my dad Keith who also goes to Horizon Mm -hmm. and um, Christina's brother Jeff decided that we wanted to start a contemporary and I use air quotes because it was like not really that contemporary (laughs) um, contemporary worship service where we were doing like 
worship songs. Right. Um, that Songs within the past within the years. past hundred yeah. years, uh, you know. So we did like Stephen Curtis Chapman, oh, yeah. and we did um, some other Leland, Michael, w. Michael w. Smith. Like we were doing like these sort of, you know, old school, but contemporary. Right. And so we we started a worship service on Sunday nights with just us. My dad played the guitar, and Chris and I sang. Um, actually, uh, me, Chris, and Jeff had like a trio mm-hmm. harmonizing. Um, which was kind of funny, but and Jeff played a little bit of the piano, so it was like a contemporary. Work. So that's when we actually started. Did meeting. it spark something for you? Do you feel like I think was it, it like I want to do this? What it sparked for me, it wasn't so much the worship piece because I was like, okay, I was recognizing that the Lord had given me a gift, mm-hmm. but I didn't see that as like this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I more saw like. We have, we just have this desire to reach young people and we didn't know how to do it well. And that's kind of how, how we thought to do it. And that's actually, it was leading those worship, that, those worship nights where we all met Dave and Clay who started Horizon. Right. The Owens Mills. Right. Right. Because they, Dave had met our pastor's daughter, came and and she was like, you got to come to these contemporary worship services (laughs) that we have on Sunday nights. Yeah. And both. Dave and Clay showed up with their wives, and Chris and I met mm. them. Um, and they were like, "We, we, we haven't." They had been there for a couple months, and they hadn't experienced that kind of worship. Mm. It had all been like all the churches in the area were really sort of like old school hymns, right. hymns traditional. And so, because we had this desire to reach young people, and they had the exact same desire, mm-hmm. and we're going to move up here to do just that. Right? Like they were like, we, we kind of it was like a spark went off because yeah. we were like, oh, so it was less about the worship and more about seeing young people come to know Christ. Mm. So, so that's really what it sparked right. at me, and, and I think at that time it was less less about the worship. Right. But that's the only we were like, I think this is the only way we know how to like reach young people is to yeah. actually like make the music music more relevant right. and make right. what we're talking about a little more relevant. Right. So. Did you get more kids, more younger people? Um, <laughs> I don't know that we did. Uh, I, I think I think we did have some. So like some of our friends came, right? Um, which they wouldn't have come, I think, otherwise sure. on like a Sunday morning. Sure. But it wasn't like this huge showing, mm-hmm. so I can't say that it was like. Yeah. It, but what it really did was like connected us with Dave and Clay, yeah. which that's when we really started to see. Sure what God wanted to do in us in terms of reaching young people happened because we right. connected with them. Right. So, um, but I'll tell you, it taught me a lot about leading worship, um, even though that's not what it was about. I think I learned a lot about. Um, so tell, tell me, and I want to hear your stories too. I just don't want to lose that. So tell me, what's the difference between what you were doing and what you now call leading worship? You keep, you've been making a distinction. Just tell me. Mm-hmm. Okay, was is that I'm trying to decide if that was purposeful. Yeah, well, so I think I think um, I was a singer, and so at, at that point I was like, okay, I can sing, and so 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 we're all singing together uh, songs about Jesus, and so I think I was just starting to really realize what that meant mm-hmm. um, and what the purpose was it right. what of it was, um, and I think only over time did that really grow in me to understand that like we're called to worship in the spirit and what that means to like, mm-hmm. you know, Philippians says worship, we worship in the spirit. Right. And so I think only now do I really understand like truly what that 
that means mm-hmm. in terms of like having an encounter with the Lord and like it's this like love exchange between us and God and mm-hmm. so so in helping I think then it was like I'm just doing this because that's what you do in church you right. sing and then you have a sermon and then you right. sing again a little bit like right. and it, it was it was like because we're there was a unity in it but it was less about like what that really means in terms of like your heart's posture before the Lord right, in that. Right. Um, and so I think over time that has changed just because sure. I've grown as a Christian and I, I have discovered that this is like what I was created to do. Mm-hmm. So like in that I've learned more about it just right. because I'm like, if that's why I'm here, right. then I should know more about it. <laughs> right. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So that's is, does yeah. that answer? Yeah, I think okay. it does. Dan, so tell me like how did, when did you start and have you seen a similar kind of evolution in your view of singing in church? Uh, yeah, probably a, a slight sh- slight difference than maybe what Jen um, was talking about um, right. in terms of my experience. But um, when I started leading worship, I had um, started coming to Horizon for a little while. Um, and um, <coughs> I really was, <laughs> like this is me trying to be humble. I was not very good at playing the guitar. One Sunday, um, I remember Mark got up and was like, hey, uh, we are in desperate need of musicians. Like, if you can play the guitar, if you can play the piano, like, you know, let us know. Come down front. And I was like sitting in the back and I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not really good enough. I was like, oh, but I feel like I probably should at least. So I walked up to the front. I mustered the courage and I was like, I kind of play the guitar. <laughs> and so they were like, great, awesome. And Grand. so they they put me with uh, Aaron Arpazi, who also um, goes to the church with us and um, at the time was uh, one of the worship leaders. And I remember that it was like maybe two times that I like played with the band. And then they were like, You're... oh, yeah, why don't yeah, just go ahead just and take a Sunday. Oh, like, wow. And I was like. Two times and, and then you get to lead. Uh, it was like something like, may, may, like it felt like that. It may, it may have been five times, but it yeah. definitely felt like, whoa, oh, hold up, hold up a second to you. Yeah. This is too, too much, too soon. You had never done that before? Uh, no, no. I'd only played like, you know, in the, the chair behind the professional guitarist at my parents' right. church. Okay. So this was a large departure from right. that. Well, and I think at that time, it was literally me and Aaron. And it was. maybe. Was Josh still there? Well, so that that was the other thing. So was, this was like a, right after. There were a couple like professional musicians that they had as like worship. It was like, what was it? it was like a thin red, red line. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. And a then red Ashes line. Remain. Yeah. Ashes Remain. Um, okay. And so these are the guys that were like leading worship. And then like uh, they had kind of moved on to do some stu- different stuff. And, you know, Jen and, and Aaron were leading. And that was when I kind of got in there. And so they were. And I'm like, all right, great, we got another guy. And I was it's, like, whoa. Yeah. Your turn. Up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I remember it was it was very much a struggle um, because, and I think this is w- to what you had asked me before um, in terms about the shift for me, it, like I didn't feel like going into it like I had uh, very much in terms of skills to offer, either both in singing or guitar-wise. Uh, and so for me, the shift was learning that I don't like getting up there and being super stressed out about this performance aspect mm-hmm. really 
took the worship aspect out of it mm-hmm. for me. And it wasn't, in, yeah, yeah. but it was also kind of like a necessary, um, like I truly feel like, uh, and I think I've used this analogy before, but like it was very much like a loaves and fish situation where I was like, all right, God, I've got this like one tiny half eaten <laughs> loaf of bread <laughs> and this little sardine over here. Can you do something with do it? Something. And um, the Lord has he been did. faithful. Um, yeah, he did. So um, I think that was the shift for me. It was more like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm really good at performing. And now I'm going to learn how to like change mm-hmm. that to worship. It was right. like, I'm not really, I don't know how to be a worship leader. And I'm not that great at performing. So <laughs> how can I forget about the fact that I'm performing, right. you know, in quotes, um, and get more into what Jen was talking about, where it's like, uh, you know, uh, we actually, as a worship team a while ago, read a book by Matt Redman called The Heart of Worship. Um, and in that book, it talks about being lead worshipers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being the first ones who are running to God. And that's kind of what leading worship is, is like, hey, come follow me. It's like mm-hmm. we, we worship the Lord mm-hmm. together. Um, not so much like concerned with like, oh, we have to make sure this sounds exactly right. And we can't make any mistakes. And mm-hmm. like for at least for me, like that is like paralyzing and completely against yeah, like does too. not allow me to worship. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm so focused on not making a mistake or something like that. I love that story. I think that's beautiful because your obedience has blossomed this gift. Mm-hmm. As somebody who did not was not there for your first time. <laughs> you, you can thank your lucky stars for that. No, <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan is a really beautiful worship leader. So I, that story is so great because I'm seeing the fruit of your obedience. Yeah. He's over there laughing hysterically. <laughs> but I am. You are. You're awesome. You well, all are. I, I think back to times like when... And, uh, you know, it's amazing. Like, it's one of the things I've always loved about Horizon is that, like, we always, like, have put people up there that didn't deserve to be up there. <laughs> um, like, you know, in a, in a more maybe put-together church or a polished church. Like. In a sense that they were, in, like, super excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, like, we definitely focus more on, like, is this person's heart right. in the right place? Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, I remember very vividly being up there on – a lot more than one occasion, like starting to play the chords to the song and then starting the song vocally in a different key than I was playing. <laughs> and <laughs> so, You're so not many the times. Only one that's done that. No, no, I, I haven't. But um, I remember at the time, I did not remember anyone else doing that. And so it was like this horrible, humbling experience. It was, gr- it was great in the end because I was like, it humbled me a lot. Mm. Um, but it was it was horrifying. <laughs> how, do you, how do you think you were able to go back up and do it again the next time? Because for me, that would have been I would have been battling like shame and you don't belong here. And um, how, how do you? F- I mean, truly, I, I think it was just like it was just an like I I had just resolved myself to like I feel like this is what the Lord's calling me to, right. and I'm just going to try to do it and. Uh, I guess they'll just tell me to stop if, if I'm <laughs> yeah. not doing this. I, I, it was it was really hard. I remember um, f- for a long time, pro- years into it, I would have like my stomach would be in knots like before every time that I would. And I remember sure. like I was just like going to the bathroom and like drink some water and just be like, oh, gosh, yeah. my stomach is like killing me right now. Right. And then I'd have to like go out there and like, you know, sing in the wrong key. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, it, I mean, truly, truly, it was that. I, I can't say it was anything more than like I felt like the Lord was calling me to do it, and He gave me the strength to kind of like continue in that despite <laughs> the, the massive failures. That to me, that's such a great story. Like I said about the the beauty of being obedient to what the God's mm-hmm. calling you to, and how He grows you in that, but also horizons gives space and room for people to grow they'll allow people that have a spark Mm -hmm. to try and and give them space to grow in a gifting like that yeah and there and i i would just say like there there also wasn't like anyone who's like would come up afterwards and be like dan hey you you started that song in the wrong key um if you could try to not do that, this is church. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and I would even say the opposite. Like, it's the times when, because it, it's not like that doesn't still happen. All I right. think there are mornings when we're like, oh, what happened? Like, you didn't, weren't necessarily feeling like the Holy Spirit was moving, but then someone will come up and say something that's exactly the opposite of that. Like, oh, my gosh, that hit me right where I needed it this right. morning. And then you're like, all right, God, that was like affirmation that this is exactly what you wanted to happen, even if it was yeah. just that one person that that's heart was moved. Right by him right like that's what it's about so yeah how about you guys john or bryce when how about your first time and you want me to go Uh, go um so i was involved in young life in high school and they i was going to the bible study thing that they call campaigners and my young life leader saw that i was starting to take an interest in guitar and so he, you know, heard me play. He was like, oh, why don't you lead our Bible study thing? Why don't you lead us in a couple songs for that? So that was kind of the start for me. Mm-hmm. And um, then I was eventually, like, leading the Young Life, like, the club night where we're playing, like, you know, fun brown-eyed girl and stuff. <laughs> right. So that's, like, a little bit of, of a performance thing, um, you know, but, but also just – and then we'd, like, you know, shift to a song that's a little bit more meaningful to set up the message and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started leading – um, I start. I think once I got to college, I started leading worship on some like um, college age ministry stuff. This thing called College Life. That Dan, were you leading it that at day? Towson? I don't know. Towson University. Yeah, yeah Towson University. Um, and fun fact: John and I actually led Young Life together and yeah, played Brown Eyed Girl many times. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, and then that's I awesome. was um, I led at Grace Fellowship um, with their young adult ministry thing. And then I kind of stopped going to church for a while. And then I heard someone told me there was a church in a movie theater. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I never went. But <laughs> I think Dan called me up and with like a sound problem. And, and I was like studying sound at the time. And I was okay. getting, you know, learning all that stuff. And so I was like, all right, let me come. I think I just came and like helped figure out some sound issue. I don't even know if I helped figure it out. But. <laughs> I he came probably anyway. Did. <laughs> you probably did. John and Bryce are both really good at sound. It was really the church in sound. the movie theater, oh, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." And whoever was speaking was was really cool, and the music. There was a guy there that could kind of play guitar um, by the name of Dan. He was okay, <laughs> and so I was like, "Wow, I could really help these guys out." Yeah, really <laughs> these guys need some help. He was right. He was right. <laughs> um, Aaron Arpazi w- was there, and I, I I don't know if Bryce was playing at that time. Possibly. Okay. But I just remember one time, like, what really, like, set me off in the church was three, okay, three things. How He Loves. Mm. That song, like, brought me back to church. Like, Mm. I just, that song just 
completely no, overwhelming. No, there's there's an anointing on that song oh my God. for I, sure. I still yeah. that, that it's like that is to me it's like a Horizon classic, and mm-hmm. we still sing it from time to time. Um, and then number two is Bryce, um, like saying something super honest, like mm-hmm. after church one day about how like he was working on quitting smoking or, mm-hmm. or something like that, and I was just like, this is awesome that this guy could share this thing, and he's so real. And the third thing was um, Matt Schilling just giving me a huge hug Aww. every time I would come back. <laughs> That's great. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so so I guess, yeah, I, I, I eventually was leading and leading with Horizon. Or, or Yeah, one week I, I said I might want to lead or something. Mark let me lead, and then I led, and he gave me some criticism, <laughs> of course, that he, He's like very he good does, at which is good, which was yeah. all good stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, ju- I think in time it just – I just kept doing it. Um, but – so for me, for for like for ye- for all my years of playing, it was always on acoustic guitar. It was acoustic guitar worship. This is this is Christian right. music on acoustic guitar, and I, I think like Aaron Arpazi was like one of the first ones I ever noticed that was like playing an electric guitar, mm-hmm. you know, and that was it. Like that was the foundation of the, of the music. You know, there was no acoustic, and that just was like really interesting to me, and it just opened up some things. And then we had like we had a drummer like in that movie theater, um, you know, and it, it was just very raw. And the mm-hmm. songs were so relative. It just, I don't know. It it just really it was great. I mean that that's what really hooked me on Horizon. Um, and so yeah, I've just been leading worship. That's a great story for a too. while. Yeah. Yeah, that's so fun. I have never heard any of these I stories. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Bryce? So I was uh, originally uh, like part of the technical okay. team right because of my um background with the, the sound yeah. and doing studio stuff technical wizardry <laughs> that's the title that i currently hold <laughs> and so along with that i figured musician would be good too um i was invited by my friend alex who's the same guy who invited me to horizon mm. i was you know doing the soundboard and stuff like that and look if you play music you should like you should join in the worship group too and and so i remember my first week was with dan and um it was zach coon and Mm. i was on the drums i think zach was on the bass and you were on uh vocals and acoustic guitar and we were at the movie theater and you know i i like i said i i just i love playing music no matter what so for me it was just and and, and like it's always been like like a spiritual thing for mm-hmm. me to just play music so for me to play music at church like in that setting was kind of it was just a natural thing i was like oh yeah definitely absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and um you know I, I took a listen to the songs ahead of time and it was just i remember being you know like on on like cloud nine it was just incredible it was mm-hmm. like any other time i get to play music it was just <coughs> um a wonderful experience to being I just like engaged with other people and um, you can feel the relationship between you and the Holy Spirit and right. them all kind of feeding off of each other. Sure. And it's pretty amazing. Sure. That's neat. So, so tell me how has worship for you or for Horizon changed? So, I, so all of these stories are probably from what, eight to 10 years ago mm-hmm. when you all, I mean the, horizon started 15 years ago but these stories are right so how has it changed over the last horizon started 19 years ago 
Well, Horizon Towson is yeah. 15 years yeah, yeah. old. Right. Um, how has it changed worship at Horizon for you? I was thinking about this. Not a lot, right? I think it's changed. It feels, I, I mean, as someone who sits in the, in the congregation, it feels Okay, different. maybe it's just because I've just seen every incremental right. When you're in it, change. It's, yeah. it's like watching a kid but, grow. I mean, I think I think one one thing is it just feels more free than mm-hmm. it ever used to. That was the one thing I thought of. Um, it just feels free. Like there's these free moments that we have. Tell, um, tell me, can talk, you can you establish. like define what that like mean, rather what you mean than by that? like um, just this blocky? We're gonna do exactly what the recording is, and um, we're gonna do this four times. Um, it's a little bit more, you know, spirit led mm-hmm. at times, where. It, there's just there, there's space you know there doesn't always have to be talking or singing mm-hmm. um there's people sh- with arms up out there and 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 singing saying things singing things um just that kind of freedom it's right. it's that's pretty that's definitely different i don't remember that at all in the movie theater um back in the day john you were over here saying it has changed oh absolutely tell, tell me what well you for mean. me i think um we, we we were very and, and and rightly so I think we went we were we were a church that was sort of started as like a, this we were all about being relevant all about being relevant to that seeker to the person mm-hmm. who's never stepped foot into a church so there was a lot of rock and roll mm. a lot of like a lot of the you know and, and it wasn't for performance sake necessarily but it was there was an element of focus on the creativity and on the um, which, which is, I think is great, right. but it really was to like, how can we appeal to that person who's never stepped foot into a church? Um, which there's absolutely, there was a place and a time for that for Horizon. And I think there are churches out there that do that really well still. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have morphed into, and I know, I think the moment for me was, you know, in leading worship, there was something missing for me. Um, and I started to feel like that because it did start to get a little like, there's like it's four and two, meaning right. like you know you do four songs and then the sermon, and then two songs and then, and then there's like, or you know and you pick a set that's that's try, tries to apply to the sermon and you know and so it started to get a little like a little stale mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense, um, for me as a worship leader and I don't know if anyone else was experiencing that but then, I think our church started to go through this like, transformation where there were these little sort of fires sort of being lit everywhere where people's hearts were sort of like seeking a little more of the Lord and a little mm-hmm. more about like, like, what is the Holy Spirit? Like, like if we're to worship in the spirit, what does that mean? What, right. what does that even mean? Um, and growing up in a Baptist church, I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Like I, they don't teach Holy Spirit. They don't teach any of that. They like, and then I went to this worship conference in 2016 mm-hmm. and and because I was like in this place where I was wrestling with a, I was wrestling was it with in life. Na- Nashville. It was in Nashville. Right. And I was wrestling with like life things, work things, and and even worship. I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like, what? What's? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's it, it's a lot of planning. It's like so it can be stressful sometimes. Like, I, I don't even know if I'm good at this. Like, what what mm-hmm. am I even doing this yeah. for? And I went to this conference, and um, and I definitely was feeling like there's something missing in that piece. And when I got there, I was. It was funny because I was like, all right, God, I had no expectations. Let's do something here. Like, do something with my worship, leading with my this gift. And um, he was 
and the first band that came on was like Passion Band, mm. and it was, it was awesome, but it was like loud, and like super loud, and right. I was like had my I was like eyes were closed, and I was really trying to get into it, but then there was like lights that were just kind of like blinding me through <laughs> my eyelids, yeah, and then there was smoke coming up, and there was like the smoke fog, so it was this like brilliantly done, wonderful worship in that way right. but I was like okay please tell me this is not what this whole weekend's going to be about like just the show right. and um, I mean that's the pers- their hearts I'm not making any judgment on their hearts and where they were with worship but like I was like gosh I just wasn't feeling that and then United Pursuit came out mm. and they changed I think changed my life mm. because they came out on the stage there was this humongous stage with all this capacity for lights and sound and fog and all these things that we just saw with passion worship right and they came out and it was a guy on a, on the drums a guy on the bass and two guys on the guitar and they were squished kind of together in the middle of this of this humongous stage mm-hmm. and they started leading worship the way that they do you know very it's, it was kind of repetitive but it was like their hearts cry to the Lord. Like you could just feel that's what they were doing. And I was undone, Mm. like just undone because here are this super simple, unproduced, like raw worship. And I was like, I was no good. I don't, I think I blubbered through the whole thing because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is what I'm missing. I was missing, like the Holy Spirit just like did Mm. something. And then it was like 800 worship leaders at this conference. And if you can imagine, they just st- they just started playing this like low sound, and then erupted from all of these worship le- leaders like songs, just mm. like so- uh, you know, and brilliant musicians, right. singers, eight hundred of them, just like, and I'm standing there like, what is happening right now? Like, where is this coming from? Right. And it was beautiful. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard mm. in my life. Hardly any music, and just pure love mm. for the Lord, and it was coming out of their their mouths, and I was like. Where has this been my whole life? <laughs> and so when I came back from that conference, I started talking to people about it. I was like, oh my gosh, like, Dan, like, look, look, right. oh my gosh, this happened. And started talking to Mark about it and the Bellas about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I just, like, I don't think I've ever experienced anything right. like that. Definitely didn't experience anything like that at Horizon. Right. And come to find out, there was like all these people that were sort of experiencing similar things at Horizon. Mm. They were like, yes, like, there's, there's, we're, we're moving in a direction that's different. Like, that we want more of, like, the Holy Spirit's movement in right. worship and in our lives. And right. in, so um, I think that's what we started to see a shift in that, that I think you described really well, John. It's like free. A freedom. Right. Like, this this sort of people are starting to in actually not just sing and follow the leader, but it's like the leadership has started to, to grab this, like we're following the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like the Holy Spirit is leading the worship. We are following the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then people are encountering the Lord. And so then there's this freedom that happens. People start having their own song. And then we've talked as a leadership team about leaving space for that, like leaving space for the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so John, when you say space, like we've, mm-hmm. we've like done that on purpose mm-hmm. because we were like, the Holy Spirit has a thing that he wants to do. Right. Let's leave room for that. And so as we've started to do that and, like, practice that and, like, make it a thing, it's, like, we're starting to see people's, like, worship come out, like, real raw worship. Mm-hmm. And we've heard, we've just, I think that's how it's, like, I think it has absolutely right. changed because people right. have, I mean, they come out of there on their knees. They mm-hmm. come out of there bawling their eyes out. They come out of there, like, chains broken, right. completely 
free from things, like heal actual physical healing. Like we if you had told me when we were in the theater that that was something that we would ever experience in Horizon, mm-hmm. I would have laughed at you. I would be like, hey, that's funny. You're, you're weird. <laughs> right. But I, sorry. That no, was like no, a soapbox. No, I, but I was like, absolutely. Have, as someone sitting, as a person worshiping from the from the seats, yeah, I felt exactly what you're saying. That, that shift, that freedom, um, that intensity, that sense of the spirit have have you seen that too dan have you felt that yes i mean that specifically um yeah for sure um i think one other aspect that i would probably bring up is the lord's really just blessed us with a bunch of like uh one really great musicians that he's just drawn to Mm -hmm. um horizon we do do have quite Quite a few, so it, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable <clears throat> the talent we have. We're just—it's just a magnet for yeah. the for the giftedness and the people with the hearts. You know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's insane. Mm-hmm. The, the, right. the, considering the, our numbers. Uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, awesome. So I think it's a, a portion of that, and then you also have like people like John and Jen and you know Zach Coon and people who've just been faithful mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to just been in lead. the trenches and, for years. Yeah, and I right. think like. The Lord honors that, and mm-hmm. he, he helps you, um, you know, when you come with that, like, those open hands of, like, Lord, here's what I have. Like, he can't help but yeah, do something with it, you know. And um, good. I think that there's also, like, a, you know, a technical proficiency that comes, like, I can speak for myself and that, like, I feel like I've gotten just better and more comfortable with mm-hmm. the guitar and with right. singing. Um, and that that has led to more freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, I'm, you know, in the beginning, you're so focused on like, oh my gosh, a G chord. Okay. And then I got to get ready for C. I get, <laughs> right, and, and like, you know, and it's like, yeah. that's taking up so much of your brain space that mm-hmm. like, there's not even much space to really focus on the Lord and what listening and, and trying to figure out what he wants to do. Mm. Um, and so I think there's an aspect of that as well. Um, that plays into it. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, the, the Lord has just been, I mean, you know, I think of people like Leroy and Zach Lawrence and like, yeah. all, like who just, you know, like, man, they're just, and Bryce and, and John, like they're like, yeah. man, they're just more talented than people should be. They should be. <laughs> it just should not be a thing. Um, no, they're, they're awesome. I've, the Lord's like, for whatever reason, chosen her, to bless Horizon mm. with, yeah, we're a relatively small church, and we have a billion wor- – like, we have so yeah. many people who could lead worship. Right. Um, and some who aren't necessarily worship leaders, you know, in quotes, but could be for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I think – I don't know. <coughs> I hope that answers your question. Yeah. No, it no, does for sure. Point. So th- this question's for anybody. How do you get ready for worship? And I don't – because it sounds like it's shifted from we're going to pick the songs to go with the sermon or whatever song we like to a more we want to be spirit led and we want to have this freedom. How do you get ready to lead that? I'd love to talk about that. Sure. Um, Because I feel like I prepare fairly well. Um, So I'm just going to walk you through my my routine. No, I'd love that. So I always try to schedule a drummer first. Okay. (laughs) I always try to get a drummer. Um, we have like four. So Bryce leads with the kids sometimes. I'm like, oh, we come on, Bryce. Uh, yeah, and I'm a drummer. Uh, and so that leaves two for me to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So then I'll look at the sermon talk topic, right? Try to figure out what, what are we talking about? Um, hopefully that is communicated. And if not, I'll try to reach out to the pastor about it. Um, I kind of look like, I look at like, okay, is t- this week a good week to introduce a new song? And what songs are trending right now, like out there in other churches um, or on YouTube or whatever? Um, is there anything like speaking to my soul right now? And um, I'll kind of look at like what has been done in the last two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, for, um, so that we're not hitting this insane repetition among the worship leaders. Um, and then I try to think about like the people in our church and like think about things that they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, what do they just need to sing? What do they just right. need to express, th- you know, this week? Like what's going on in, you know, so-and-so's life. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. that's one of the neat things about Horizon is being a little bit smaller. We're about 175, yeah. uh, in the, in adults in the service right. that you know what people are going through. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know a little bit, <laughs> um, so then I like I'll pick some songs and then like I'll think about like okay is there you know these songs work like this is a good fit for this week and then I kind of like look at my own self and I'm thinking like okay it can is something going on in my life that's like affecting my ability to mm. really worship with these songs like you know are these le- like can I actually sing these like openly to God right now wow um, sure you know just kind of approach it that way. Um, and then like, I'll try to schedule the rest of the band and solidify this, the keys and stuff. And then sometimes I'll just like email the band and say, Hey, um, you know, the, the sets up, um, there's a little moment in this song. Like, can you try to, or here's a new song, take a listen, try to learn it, try to come a little bit prepared. Um, there's a little moment here. Hey, guitar guy, learn this little lick. (laughs) Hey, bass guy, you know, this, this one G over B would be so sweet right here. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, so that's my my preparation <coughs> spiel. That's great. Yeah. I, I, I the, you, the idea that you're thinking you about get can published. Yeah. Can I? But can I sing this? Can I sing this this week? Yeah. That that's not something I had thought about. But that's. I would imagine that's really Oh, yeah, no. It's definitely like yeah, no, there's definitely been like weeks where I am just like I I'm I scheduled this weeks in advance. Something happened. I'm like I'm just not feeling like I can right. just not mm. how can I worship you right now, God? Mm-hmm. Um with with what is going on. I I'm just so like I don't understand why did you do this or whatever. Right. Um it it is a struggle sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll usually ask someone else to sing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice thing about having another vocalist. Now you know the secrets if John's not singing. (laughs) Is is there anything you you all would add to that, to his preparation? Or that's something you do a little differently? Um, I'm definitely not that organized with the way that I plan. (laughs) I'll be fully honest. Um, I'll say one thing that the Lord has been showing me. I, um, I... he showed me recently, I don't listen very well. Mm. Um, and one of the things I think in this last couple of years that I've really been practicing is, um, just to add to some of the technical stuff is, um, list, like really listening mm-hmm. to what, like, cause, um, I think one of the other life changers was Matt Redmond's book. It's called the unquenchable worshiper. And we all did, did read it. 
one of the things he says is that you know leading worship is a is a balance between the prophetic and the pastoral. So mm-hmm. you you're always like receiving for you, there's this balance not only in leading worship but in the preparation time to receive from the Lord mm-hmm. and also consider consider how you're going to bring people into that. How you're going to mm-hmm. usher people into the Lord's presence with that. Mm-hmm. So like in song choice and in like considering the sermon and how is that meshing up and what can you know where is my heart and where are the people's hearts like right. there's always this like balance of thinking of those things but also listening to like what the lord might want and so um i think spending time really listening mm-hmm. um about like what what do you want to say god um which i'll say he doesn't always give up me that like I that, like I don't know that's not always like something that's right. like yep there it is here's your set you know like that's yeah. not how it works but um so it's it's some of those like working out the logistical things like you know how many times have we done the song and um is this a song that you know fits the sermon all mm-hmm. those kind of things but then also like I've gotten several times I'm like there's two songs I just I don't have them where are they God like give me these two songs and like just in the listening or in my own worship time, like right. spending time worshiping myself, <laughs> like alone in my house, um, he just drops something on mm. me. It's like this is the one, this is it for this Sunday. Mm. Um, so that's that's the only thing I think I would add is really. How about you, Dion? Um, yeah, I mean, I think similar to to Cotter's point, um, you know, a lot of times I'll try to pick songs that speak to me um because like i know if if i want to sing them then um that's going to be better than me trying to sing something that's Mm -hmm. like you know um something you don't want to sing or whatever but um so i think that's one thing i've also had like the lord um just kind of direct me in in weird ways where like there might be a song that i'm like oh man i love that song i want to do it and just for whatever reason, like I just like can't f- like play it well, or mm-hmm. like I can't sing it well. And then months down the road, with no practice whatsoever, like I'll f- like it'll just work. Mm-hmm. Um, God's like now, now's, now's the time. The time. Yeah, now. and, yeah. and I, I've had that happen on like too many occasions mm-hmm. for it to be like coincidence, which right. is it's weird um but it's happened like time and time again and like a lot of times like that specific song someone will come up and be like Mm -hmm. i'm so glad that you did that song this week like Mm -hmm. it spoke to me in this way and you're just like whoa like (laughs) that's nuts like you know um and so i I guess for me that that doesn't happen every time but sometimes um it's really cool when that happens (laughs) um trying to think if there's anything else um you know i'll try and think of songs that i can sing vocally and not try and like text like you know some of the worship songs these days are they have the ranges so i mean you have these amazing musicians who are you know performing these songs and writing these songs and i'm you know i'm just not there and i like have to be realistic about that where you know i'm just realistically not gonna be able to sing that song Um, That's who we get Leroy to sing on. Yes, exactly. Yeah, similar to John's point. It's like you just find someone else. Yeah, I'll get Jen up there or or someone. What's the hardest part of of leading worship, of being up there? It's easy. It's It's all easy? Yeah, it's really easy. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think for me, it's getting in my own way. Mm. Um, I get, uh, there's a little, you know, sometimes there'll be anxiety before I get up there because I'm like, oh, this is, I'm not sure about this song or I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. and I get worried that it's not going to come across or, you know, or that this is going to flop or, um, you know, and then, I mean, it's, it's Jeremy Riddle talks about like that, that sort of not walking into that performance mentality and like, because, and I hate, I keep quoting this book, but like Matt Redman says, like, if the focus is on us as a worship leader, if, if, if then we're not doing our job. Right. Like, so, and we're not doing, you know, so, so, but the, I'll get caught up in that because I'm like, oh, what if this, you know, and I get worried about, is this a lot of work to like plan the service and make sure the band's ready and mm-hmm. get them all, you know. You pra- we practice on sun- Saturdays almost right. every Saturday, and then get up early and come early right. for Sunday. It's a commitment. It's a commitment, sure. and and um, so I think when I get, that's when it's hard. Is I'll get, I I start to forget what it's about. Right. I start to forget who's really in charge of that mm-hmm. service, and I for- start to forget who like, you know, who the focus should be on, and. Um, that, that that's when the stress so I think that it's the stress that's hard is because I, I'll put that on myself mm-hmm. when it's like no it shouldn't really be on me it's right. not about me right. it's right. you know and yeah. so mm-hmm. um, I'd say that's the hardest part is when I start to forget and then that's what makes it hard right right yeah I, I echo that too like just getting out of the way um, and like it's it's a weird mix that we have to like juggle like we're we're guiding them into worship but we want to get out of the way so that they can worship mm-hmm. you know we want to like you know take them to this personal time with God but at the same time we're here as a body worshiping together um it's a, it's like the, it's a it's a it's a weird mm-hmm. lim- I don't know it's weird um, it's a tension yeah yeah, yeah. and then also the hard thing is all the technical stuff and mm-hmm. and not allowing that stuff to get in the way like right. you know um where's that feedback coming from mm. um <laughs> why are the drums so loud right now <laughs> my, i get, forgot to unclick my tuner pedal on my acoustic <laughs> <laughs> my battery died like all that stuff so string broke right yeah. from from, from you know what we're trying to get at um but it's all important mm-hmm. um, mm. well because too there is that then then you start worrying i don't want to be a distraction right. either like like if it's if something is off if a key is off if the string breaks or whatever that you're like oh are we going to distract them right right from worship right there's a little bit of that too so is there a song that you never want to sing ever again <laughs> probably a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them is it one that you're just over right now <laughs> or you don't want to say <laughs> i feel like john has one no? You, you probably have a list on. Jasmine Smith. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't. I didn't want to call out any particular songs, but I okay. definitely could like go on for a while about this. But I think <laughs> just um, old, real like. Okay, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like a, a hymn is old enough to be cool again. <laughs> um, but like anything between hymns and current. Right. I wouldn't want to do. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> like, Lord, I lift your name. <laughs> um, like, stuff like that. Yeah. But I think also, I I kind of have, I try, uh, I hesitate to do songs that need a lot of explanation okay. for someone new. Okay. Um, like, a particular, like, lyric or something. 
that might that trip someone might up. Someone be like, "What? Why is? Why are people singing this?" Right. I do not uh, like relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the author of the song, you know, had the right reasons, and you know, just the wording can come across kind of funny, or it just needs this like this setup or this sure. explanation, like. Sure. I mean, even in hymns, there's that. Like, what the heck is Ebenezer? Mm-hmm. In, um, uh, what yeah. We're raising Fount? it. Yeah. We're raising um, it. We're whatever raising it. Whatever it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's. How about how about the rest of you? Are you? Are you? If you're if you're, give me your favorite song right now. What do you? What's on your loop for you? Well, I'll say in terms of like songs that I'm tired of, I. That always changes. Like, there is a song, and I'm not going to say it, but Dan would always do it, and I'm like, ugh, I just cannot stand that song. But then there was one song. Then there was, it, and he, he, he does it a lot. It, or not, I wouldn't say a lot. You, you, there was a point where you, it was like one of your faves. And mm-hmm. then there was one Sunday that we did it, and mm-hmm. it just rocked me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, I hate to admit that you're right. But, like, he, it was like it right. just rocked. So it I think it's like sometimes times. the Holy sure. Spirit does something with a song that I'm like, I could never sing that song again <laughs> if you, you know, for the right. rest of my life. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's done in a way or done in a certain circumstance mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, that just completely undid me. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I could probably have a list too, but then I, I think that it, it could it change. change. Yeah. Sure. 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 I think if, if you you asked what songs are you digging right yeah. now? Yeah. And. I mean, maybe in in years I will regret. I, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I uh, the know. songs that Tired I was digging change. ten five years ago. I used to like I was digging them, and John, now like, you oh. can say it. Okay? You can, but, say, oh. you can <laughs> say Stephen <laughs> Curtis <laughs> Chapman. <laughs> Jesus, what a savior! And I exalt thee. Um, never goes out of that. Jesus, what a savior! By um, House Fire. Oh yeah, good man. Is my jam, mm. and like I. What is, what is it about that one? Oh my gosh. Um, well, the first like. As I was, as I, when I discovered it, I cried. And then Mm. the next time I heard it, I cried. And then I went to go play it and I was figuring out the chords and I cried. And Mm. I just kept crying. (laughs) Um, It's just so good. That's a good sign. I know. And then I, and then (laughs) this was funny. I think it was with someone that I I went to lead it and I didn't cry. And I was like, no, (laughs) I'm desensitized. Um, but the melody is so good. Just yeah. any kind of song about God's love mm. is—it just—it's—it's yeah. it's an instant win card, right. um, for me, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. You got one, Dan. Oh, um, I feel like there. I don't even know if I could pick one. Uh, I think one, like one of the, one of my disciplines, I guess, is like. I just listen to a lot of worship music mm-hmm. and um, because I find like I need that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it helps me as a worship leader too, just knowing what's out there and, and knowing, you know, not even necessarily what's popular because I don't, I guess, listen to the radio that often. But, um, you know, I, I think that that's really helpful. So it would be hard for me to pick one. But, you know, bands that have been really impactful to me over the years, um, like, probably like ascend the hill mm-hmm. um right. is a band who that was has, good stuff that you brought into her yeah. that was really good yeah. stuff yeah they um that was an era i mean they yeah they ascend they the era. probably of any worship artist were, were <coughs> um had helped formed 
like my views on on worship and like i just like i loved so much about that band they don't kind of don't exist anymore <laughs> but yeah. they're, they're so awesome like um i'll definitely just kind of forever be in, indebted to those guys and, and what they did um but yeah i, I mean i listen to every, like and bethel has some really cool stuff mm-hmm. um Hillsong, um, Elevation yeah. Worship is the jam right now. Mm-hmm. House Fires, House Fires, yeah. Mm-hmm. All um, Sons and Daughters is good, but they don't exist anywhere either. But um, <laughs> they don't. N- no, yeah, that's for another you. another podcast, Jen. Another. <laughs> no, just kidding. They have uh, Sons we'll and Daughters. They had to stop. Yeah, I'm. Oh man. I feel it's Spotify um, to do a little plug, mm, see if okay. we can get some yeah, it's um, like advertising. <laughs> advertising. Um, Spotify's been awesome. Like he so, is, you just put in a band and then it keeps yeah, going from there. Or you just do like a like I'll do like Discover Weekly and okay. like because <laughs> I force myself to listen to so much worship music. Right. It's a lot of worship music that comes through. Sure. Um, but um, I do that. I also listen to a lot of like hip hop too, which is uh, probably not what you think of when you think of a mostly white like <laughs> suburban church um but that has like profoundly impacted me people like andy minio and mm-hmm. um lecrae right. and uh a bunch of different guys but i, I like i think those guys are awesome yeah and amazing musicians and and worship leaders in a lot of ways so that's great how about you bryce i have a running playlist basically of all the songs that i'm given Right. Uh, by the team to learn and I just listen to them over and over yeah <laughs> um you know, like John was saying I have Jesus what a savior mm. playing like on repeat mm-hmm. in here before you guys came mm. Mm. um I don't know why it's like yeah like John said it was like just God's love and it just feels good mm-hmm. to listen to and just makes me feel like in in the presence of the Lord right. every time I listen to it right and uh I you know I think that the a lot of new things going on in my life like even with, with the studio so for like to be in here like in this space to be finally kind of the way i've envisioned it and then mm-hmm. like listening to like mm. that song like in the presence of the lord just right. feels really good that's so great that's cool. i love that um we are gonna have to wrap it up so we're gonna have to do this again because this was really fun um let me ask if someone at horizon wanted to join the worship team what what do they, who do they talk to? What do they do? Is there like a protocol? So we, we, usually, <laughs> they can talk to any one of us, but we send okay. them to John. Okay. So John Cotter, most of the time. John Cotter. The best coordinator of all of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, reach out to any, reach out to the pastor, reach out to any worship leader, whoever's leading that Sunday, just reach out to them. Okay. Um, usually it gets filtered to me and I invite um, some of the other worship, I try to get, is you know a few worship leaders together to meet with the person and um just talk about their story um and then we kind of do a kind of informal audition just kind of hear and play we just mm-hmm. sing together we worship together and that just helps us um you know discover their gifts and you know see where they might be a good fit um and we uh, also want to mention, you know, our slogan is be, belong, become, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we, we're looking for people more toward the belong. Like if be, right. belong, become right, were, right, right. were their journey, 
a little so more somebody's toward been the coming be a little while, yeah, right? Than the bee, um, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're shaking their heads. Yeah. So, yeah. so a little maturity and has <laughs> right, made a right, commitment right. to the church exactly. a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, there's a few questions um, that I like to end with, but what do you? What is on the horizon for the worship team? right now are there things that you're looking forward to i know jen's starting to do some worship nights which is not part of worship team that's your own thing mm -hmm. but maybe you you want to talk about that just a little bit um i think in in sort of this under like figuring out the holy spirit and 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 recognizing that you know this is what the lord's created me to do he has created in me and given me a vision to see um just churches, big C church come together um, and worship together and mm -hmm. pray together and intercede for our city and intercede for um, people that need healing. And, mm -hmm. um, and so these worship nights were born out of sort of some like our we, we had like a prayer team that right. got started and th those worship nights were born out of those um, just prayer team nights. Mm -hmm. And then um that, that was kind of a horizon thing. But then as the Lord started connecting me with uh, uh, people from other churches, mm -hmm. so like I have some really good friends at Restore and uh, Church and that we're going to Epic Church. And of course, I have still have connections at Horizon Reisterstown. Right. And we would just share our vision for worship and like seeing people come together, big C church come together mm -hmm. to worship. We um, started to have worship nights where we could see that happen where mm -hmm. there we would lead together and worship together and pray together um and so through those relationships those have um grown and so we have those quarterly um at different locations so we've had them at the zips barn and mm -hmm. um the last one we had was at um at uh first lutheran and which is the church we where we where meet. we meet mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so my, I'm actually right now s selling my house and going to buy, um, I'm looking for property to build a worship space mm -hmm. on to have these, these That's nights. So exciting. I'm very excited. Plug for about Jen's it. house. Plug yeah. for Jen's house. Yeah. Anybody looking for a house, house it's a great Yeah, house. if anybody wants to buy my house. Yeah. Um, just because I see like. Hopefully by the time this. Airs? Airs? That's right. Your house will be sold. Let's but. put that. Let's pro prophesy. Yeah, I'm gonna put that out there. <laughs> put that out there. That's right. Um, yeah. So I so hope how, to have. How can people find out about it? About the worship nights? Mm -hmm. The house. Like oh. when they are. <laughs> Redfin. Redfin. Red house. Realtor.com. <laughs> it's it's kind of grassroots. Like we really. It's it's like word of mouth mostly. Um, you don't have a page on Facebook. We don't Facebook have a. I'll send an invite. Once there's a new step. I mean, I'm not trying to take. No, yeah. please. I've I gotten an invite myself, and that's how I came. Yeah, yeah. You I, put I found that out. out we'll on put Facebook. it. Yeah, it's yep. Facebook. Um, people will invite. So I'll put it out there, and then people will just—it's public, and people will just invite okay. all these people. And okay. so um, it gets—it just gets out there, and then okay. um, usually in terms of of coordinating the night, like I, I'll coordinate the night, but then. Um, Horizon Reisterstown will lead. This last time it was Horizon Towson and um, Restore Church leading together, mm. um, which you know it's just been great. Like right. like to lead, like be in in this with like people with similar hearts for worship mm -hmm. that we were all kind of like wanting to see right. this happen. And so there was some prayer over the city and um, that's great. Yeah. So uh, the next one should be uh, w w what's February, March, April, May. May-ish, <laughs> March, April, May, June-ish. Okay. 
depending on what my life right. looks like at the time. <laughs> but it'll go out on Facebook. Okay. And, and we didn't announce it at church this this time because I didn't want to overshadow the adoption. The adoption. Night. Night. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, how about the worship team? Is there like, do you, do you guys talk about like where do we want it to go? What do we want to do in the future? Or is it kind of just we're good with how things are progressing? I wish we did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think to I mean to John's point, there's probably varying levels of people who are like, yeah, we should meet more, and people who are like, yeah, we just met like last year. <laughs> like, um, no, I, I think most most people would probably want to meet more, and I, I think mm-hmm. we have a relatively like flat leadership structure um, with the way that we, uh, which has its challenges. I think you know John mentions one of those, which is like there's not really like a a point person who's like right. running it, but it's also, you know, has its benefits too. And then I think like everyone very much <coughs> feels like an equal part and leader of that group. Right. Um, and like it, it, it has worked well for us over the years, um, despite some of its flaws, I think. Um, but yeah, in terms of like big picture vision, I mean, like, I think we all kind of maybe, I mean, obviously, like, I, th- I think we can, we all would agree on, like, we want to, like, lift up Jesus and, right. like, make his name known and, like, you know, invite the Holy Spirit to be, um, <clears throat> to do his thing um, when we're there and, and when we're not. Um, and then outside of that, um, one thing we talk about at Horizons, like, in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, and in everything, love. And I think you could take that over to the, the worship mm-hmm. team, too. Like, there may be people mm-hmm. who express worship in different ways mm-hmm. as a worship leader um, and then people who, who do something completely different but at the end of the day we're all unified in that like mm. you know we want to make <coughs> Jesus known and, and we want to worship his name and um, so I think the, the vision piece is probably like depending on who you ask like each person has a different slice mm-hmm. um, that they're adding to that pie mm-hmm. um, and I think for me it's it's just continuing that growth trajectory um and like continuing to see the lord move um and impact people beyond sunday morning um and like getting our our group to a place where we're all just kind of in tune with how the spirit leads um and like courageous enough to to walk in that well, I th- want to thank all of you guys for being here so much. And then I also want to thank you, and I know I'm speaking on behalf of people at Horizon for leading us in worship because you have impacted many of us, For me for sure. There's many Sundays where I'm crying through the whole, <laughs> all of the singing. And I just want to thank you for, I know there's a, a weight to that and a sacrifice that you make in your time and um and being ready before the Lord to, to take us into his presence. And I want to thank you all for that. Uh, and thank you for listening, everyone out there. If you'd like to hear more about uh, Horizon Church, check out our website at horizontowson.com. We are a community where you will be loved and have opportunities to be loved. Thank you for joining us on the Horizon. 